Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hello, from CNN, I'm Afoma Dike with the five things you need to know for Monday, June 26th. Russian President Vladimir Putin says the armed rebellion by mercenary group Wagner over the weekend, quote, would have been suppressed anyway during an apparent pre-recorded address to the nation today. Wagner troops took control of a military base and moved in convoy towards Russia's capital. Putin called the Wagner fighters who participated, quote, traitors, but thanked the fighters who chose to halt their advance. Wagner boss Yevgeny Prigozhin broke his silence in a new audio message today. He explains why he called off the march. First factor, we wanted to avoid a Russian bloodshed. Second is, we marched in demonstration of a protest, not to overturn the power in the country. Prigozhin allegedly agreed to leave Russia for Belarus to avoid facing criminal charges. But Belarusian officials can't confirm if he's in the country. President Joe Biden said the U.S. and its Western allies had nothing to do with Russian mercenary group Wagner's short-lived rebellion in Russia over the weekend. We're going to keep assessing the fallout of this weekend's events and the implications for Russia and Ukraine. But it's still too early to reach a definitive conclusion about where this is going. Severe storms and dangerous heat are packing a punch in the U.S. A strong storm system is moving east, likely hitting cities such as Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and Raleigh. Damaging winds could stretch from Oklahoma to Mississippi and parts of Texas and Oklahoma panhandles into New Mexico. More than 5,000 flights across the country were delayed or canceled today, following powerful storms across the southeast and Ohio Valley Sunday night. At least two people died, and more than 400,000 homes and businesses were without power. The storms come as nearly 40 million people from Arizona to Alabama are sweltering under a heat wave. To those five counts of murder in the first degree, how do you plead? Guilty. The suspect accused of fatally shooting five people and injuring 19 at a Colorado LGBTQ nightclub last year has pleaded guilty to five counts of first degree murder. As part of a plea deal, the suspect has agreed to serve five consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. The 23-year-old also pleaded guilty to 46 counts of attempted murder, with 48-year consecutive sentences each, totaling 2,208 years. And the suspect pleaded no contest to bias-motivated crimes. Prosecutors couldn't seek the death penalty because Colorado abolished it in 2020. District Attorney Michael Allen called attention to that today. The victims in this case deserve the ultimate punishment that the law can provide. And they were robbed of that by changes in the law just a few short years ago. But Allen said the suspect could still get the death penalty in a federal case. And the FBI confirmed a federal investigation is underway. A case against a former school resource officer who stayed outside during a high school massacre in Florida is now in the hands of a jury. Scott Peterson was on duty the day a convicted gunman killed 17 people and injured 17 others in February 2018. Prosecutors accuse him of failing to follow his training and instead taking cover for more than 45 minutes outside the school while the shooter roamed the building. Peterson has pleaded not guilty to 11 charges, including seven counts of felony child neglect and three misdemeanor accounts of culpable negligence. He didn't testify in his own defense but has maintained he did not enter because he did not know where the gunshots were coming from. Coming up, the White House takes steps to close the digital divide. 
President Joe Biden announced his administration's plans to expand access to affordable high-speed internet today. More than $42 billion from the 2021 bipartisan infrastructure law will be distributed across all U.S. states and territories. We're going to be able to connect every person in America to reliable, high-speed internet by 2030. We're not going to leave anyone behind. The Biden administration used updated FEC maps to determine which states had the most need. High-speed internet is not a luxury, it is a necessity. That was Vice President Kamala Harris. That's all for now. We're back at 10 p.m. Eastern.